The following podcast has been pre-recorded for your audio pleasure. It is rated M for Mexican. Welcome to another episode of Mexican Mind Matters. We have your host, the Mexican, as always. And as promised by Mexi Pants, uh, we will have some movie reviews on this episode. Um, mainly because Bigfooty brought to my attention that he was watching some movies. And mind you, this moron promised a long time ago to do a Bigfooty 5. Or whatever, and I'm still waiting on that. But anyway, um, he was talking to me about the movie She's All That with it's from 1999, I want to say. Uh, Freddie Prince Jr. is in it as the guy that falls for Lay uh, Laney, uh, the girl, the ugly chick that becomes hot. Uh, played by Rachel Lee Cook, I believe is her name. Uh, whatever happened to her? Oh, well. Um, and yeah, it's a chick flick, uh, you know. That's where the song Kiss Me came from. I forget who sings that, but I believe I was a freshman in high school when that came out. But it got me thinking... Here's the thing. I'm a realist, okay? I enjoy movies. I enjoy a good plot twist. I enjoy a good, you know, make-believe movie. Especially, you know, obviously if you have sci-fi movies and, and, and stuff that's like, you know, clearly fictional. I get that. I love that, okay? But if you have movies that are like romantic comedies or films based on... A certain level of reality You can't No, you can't fuck with that No, if you're gonna fuck up the movie By ruining a plot Based on something that is Almost impossible to happen That irks me Well, Mixi uh, You like the Fast and Furious movies I do And I'm bringing that up Because While they Are not necessarily fictional we all know that clearly Vin Diesel leaping in a car off a building, the building crumbles, 
and the car breaks into like five pieces and he falls out of the car and yet he still lives okay we we know know that that would never happen he would at least have some broken bones because I'm pretty sure the rod gets tossed out a window and he has a cast oh but Vin Diesel never breaks anything I mean I get that there's flaws in these movies but it's Fast and Furious it's got the rock in it I love the, that shit there's a lot of movies that are terrible movies but they're so terrible that they're hilarious and I love watching them Snake Eyes Con, Con Air Face Off all on those li- on that list but anyways we're here to talk about She's All That and other films that where reality doesn't kick in and things that shouldn't happen happen now the cast of this movie is interesting there's a lot of famous people in this Paul Walker's in this that's one of his early movies uh, before he forgot about that um, I'm pretty sure the other friend too the black guy he's the dude from Psych and recently the black attorney in Suits for those who watch Suits like myself um, also the friends well not uh, the friend of uh, Lainey um He's semi-famous. I forget what his name is. Uh, I've seen him in other movies. Uh, so is her little brother. And the dad, Kevin Pollock. The pool guy. Uh, Taylor Vaughn, the, in, the initial girlfriend of Freddie Prince Jr. Uh, she's, in, she's in this. Uh, a young Gabriel Union is in this. And I'm pretty sure the other friend I've seen before, too. Uh, oh, and Brock, the guy who plays Brock, the supposedly uh, real-world star, a.k.a. he's in college, uh, is that dude that plays Shaggy in the Scooby-Doo movies. I forget his real name. But anyways, a lot of famous people in, the, in this. Um, but here's where the plot irks me with this movie. Lady was not that ugly to begin with. So, picking her as the project to make her hot was not that hard. Her main issue was her attitude. Oh, yes, I forgot. The sister, Pretty Princess' sister, is uh, Suke from True Blood, whatever her real name is. Or uh, she's also in the X-Men movies. But anyways, I bring her up as a sidebar. Because I forgot. And also because my next point is going to be very relevant to this. Um, Freddie Prince falls for Lainey. While he's having this bet with Paul Walker. Okay. She is the least attractive. Of the girls in the movie. In my opinion. This is all back to. Uh, he's, he's just not into you. That's all over again. She's the least attractive of the girls in the movie. I would much rather do Taylor Vaughn, uh, Suki. Well, not necessarily in that order, but like uh, you know, Taylor Vaughn, Suki, Gabriel Union for sure. The other friend, um, who else is a female in this movie? I've trying to, trying to remember. Um, yeah, those four. Yes, the three. 
and Suki. Yes, four. Yep, yep. I covered all my bases. Oh, I'm sorry. I almost forgot. The girl that gets painted on by Lainey and turned into a clown. All right, I'll give you that she's uglier than Lainey. Yes. All right, sorry. So she's... But she also shows up once, so man, we're not counting her as the main cast. So, trying to tell me that the best look, the well, that's the other thing. He's Freddie Prince is not really the best looking guy. Uh, I would take Paul Walker ahead of him. But anyways, the most popular guy in school is falling for this chick based on what. They really don't have that much in common. No. Nonsense. That would never happen. Not to mention, Freddie Prince apparently is a terrible soccer player because nobody who is captain of the soccer team would miss a wide open net from that close. Sidebar, Usher is the DJ in this too. Um, this is actually one of his first uh, first movies. Uh, or actually his second movie. But, uh, his, you know, he was starting his filming career with these movies. Uh, also, kind of not based in reality, is all these characters, especially Paul Walker and Freddie Prince, look older than high school. And Taylor Vaughn, too. Like, the guy who plays Brock... It's supposedly in college. He looks the exact same age as the others. So, no. It's not like Mean Girls or um, John Tucker Must Die, for example. Those two high school movies. The actors kind of look like they could be in high school. Even though they're clearly older than 17, 18. But yes, it's a movie. And, you know, just, just go with it. No, 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 no. One thing, yes. I could maybe drop the age thing. But everything else, no. It's like, okay, I bring this up as an example. Law-abiding citizen. I don't know if I mentioned this before, but that is by far the best movie of all time that has been ruined by the director in the last five minutes of the movie. That movie was gold. It, it based in reality that could actually happen to someone. Um, dude gets away with a lot of shit. He's got everybody beat. And spoiler alert for those who have not seen the movie, I would advise you to either stop listening right now or just deal with it. Well, I'm about to give you what happens. He basically is about to blow up everybody in City Hall in Philadelphia. Yet somehow, even though he got there before and placed the bomb, Jamie Foxx and the other detective find a bomb, but yet somehow beat Gerard Butler back to prison. Even though Gerard Butler, now you could, you could argue, well, maybe Gerard Butler was planning his next, next, next ploy. Um, what was he planning? He's basically about to blow up the entire city hall. What's he going to do? Then go after the FBI? No, he's done everything. That was his last stand. And then what What did he have to do? He had nothing to do but to return the van and then just go back to jail. He clearly had already left before Jimmy Fox even got to the building. So how the fuck did Jimmy Fox beat him back, put the bomb in the cell, come back out the tunnels, 
and then wait for him there. What, he take three hours for no reason to go back? I find that extremely hard to believe, and that is nonsense. That movie should have been as good as Mr. Brooks, and if you haven't seen Mr. Brooks, it's with Kevin Costner and Dane Cook. Mr. Brooks gets away with everything. So, I understand why they couldn't have done the same with Law Abiding Citizen. Ruined, ruined, ruined. But yeah, but she's all that. Same scenario. You ruined the shit with nonsense. Um, at least he's not that. Just, he's just not into you. At least that one. While, while the whole main character is the uglier girl. At least you could sort of see that happening. Like they have everything going on there. You have uh, Bradley Cooper, who's not happy with his marriage. The wife leaves him because if. You know, even though he cheated, she loses him because of smoking. Jennifer Aniston and Ben Affleck, you know, they finally get married after kind of separating. Uh, Scarlett Johansson fucks around and stays alone. She's the hot girl. Bradley Cooper ends up by himself. Other people swap partners. And the main character, who, it's my opinion, like I've mentioned before, is the uglier girl, falls for Justin Long's character. That seems plausible. Justin Long is not necessarily the hot guy in this, okay? That, but he's the bartender. So, out of his options, sure, he falls in love with this one. I, you know, I get it. It kind of, it could happen, okay? And it is well done. It's, you know, feel-good movie. I get that. Okay, so no big deal. Those are acceptable. Nicholas Sparks movies... Oh, Lord. I don't know what what he's doing recently, but he likes to make me cry with every movie he pulls out. Um, I just rewatched The Choice, and that had me in tears. Miracles happen, people. When your heart is pure and you believe, miracles could happen. But anyway, back to She's All That. Um, the other thing that kind of bugged me is how uh, Freddie Prince Jr.'s character, oh, my God, he doesn't want to go to college because, oh, my God, he's so good. Get the fuck out of here. And he had all these acceptance letters that he had not responded to. I'm pretty sure you can't do that. One. And two, they never answered that question. Did he end up applying to college? Did he end up going somewhere? No. I mean, he just ends up with Lainey. With, and that's about it. And also her art. Uh, her and her stupid art. Uh, that was kind of... Okay, well... Her art wasn't terrible to begin with, but yet, oh, she paints a drawing of her mother, and oh, now that's a Picasso. Yeah, no, don't get that. Also, um, her dad cleans pools for a living, yet they have a pretty sweet house in what I only can assume is California. I don't know. That seems kind of out there for me, but... All right. Also, the whole Paul Walker trying to like get him to lose the bet and try to take Lainey away. I'm like, get the fuck out of here, dude. I just said that Lainey is the ugly chick, and you're clearly the hotter guy. Uh, 
there's a plethora of girls in the movie that you could pick from. Gabriel Union's not with anybody. The friend's not with anybody. Taylor Vaughn dubs Brock or whatever his name is. Um, that was unnecessary. And and the whole premise of the bet seems kind of stupid. Like, Paul Walker could have picked a better or a worse, worser contender. Like somebody who's fat and ugly. That would have been acceptable. Or, I don't know, somebody who has like a sickness or I don't fucking know. Like I'm sure somebody in the school would have been more acceptable. Oh, speaking of which, I almost forgot. Speaking of how famous people are in this movie, isn't the Shermanator in this movie too? He's the guy that ends up eating the poop sandwich, the pube sandwich from uh, uh, Freddy because uh, he stands up for Lainey's little brother. I forgot he was in this. The Shermanator from American Pie. Now talk about good, funny, hilarious movies. American Pie, one, two, and three. After that, the reunion one, no, and then all the spinoffs, no, fuck that shit. Those could just could just get thrown in the trash. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, any other movie that um, does not process reality the right way when it's like one of those genres, like a romantic comedy or you know a semi-realistic movie, that bugs me. And even if if it's on TV, okay. But if it's in the movies, I do the same thing. I have my preview theory. Many people have heard of this. I will explain my preview theory to the masses. Um, So, when you go to the movies, every movie you see is a specific rating. So, the previews are either all the same rating as the movie you're about to watch or the same genre of movie. And usually, if you, most most often than not, about 90% of the time, there's an odd number of previews. Three, five, seven, nine. If there isn't, it's usually because you showed up late and missed one. So, more often than not, there is a odd number of previews. So, what I like to do is, I get there before the preview start, and then I make sure that with all the previews that are shown, I have to judge, okay, do I see myself liking and wanting to watch the movie, that movie, or no? Or is it mm, so-so, I, I, I undecided. If it's a yes, that's a one. If it's a no, that's a negative one. Or, or like a one on the other category And if it's uh, eh, so and so That's it's own category So you basically not, uh, You know Count them If there's more good movies That you would like to see than bad Then the movie is going to be good I will enjoy the movie If there's more bad than good I would not like the movie If it's even Then it could go either way only once has there been zero good previews and all bad previews 
And I walked out. I'm like, fuck this. I'm not watching the movie. And I'm pretty sure it ended up being that stupid movie with Julianne Moore and something about aliens and some kid that was kidnapped or something. I saw that way back in college and yeah, no, fuck, no. Maybe it was another Julian Moore movie. I, I don't I, I don't know. I can't remember. But yeah, I'm like, you know, I'm not staying for this. Fuck this shit. So yeah, zero and seven, no. Or zero and whatever, no. One and six or a, one good preview and all bad, mm, I would say stay at your own risk. But here's the thing, though. And a lot of people have told me that know about this. It was like, well, I used your preview theory and it didn't work. What do you mean it didn't work? Well, um, I judged the previews and the movie, I still hated the movie. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. This is my preview theory. You can't apply it to yourself because your likes in movies are different than mine. So, in my opinion, it is a good movie if I do this. So, if you're trying to use it for whatever movie you're trying to see, you have to judge the movies in the previews by whether Mexi would want to watch them or not. And and grade it that way for it to work. Otherwise, you're just coming out with your own preview theory. And guess what? You just told me it, it doesn't work. So you're a terrible judging character of movies. Oh, judging movies. Um, and I've noticed that most often than not, if the Rotten Tomato score is down the toilet, I am more likely to enjoy the movie. I also try to, um, if it's a movie based on a book, I try to get the book and read the book first before seeing the movie, and then see which one's better. That tends to be useful. Books have more details. Um, but yeah. Uh, recently though, I have noticed that a lot of movies, I don't have anybody to go watch, watch them with me, and, um. Then I have to wait for them to go come on TV and I watch them free, you know, on HBO or on Netflix or whatever. And then I realize, oh yeah, this movie was indeed bad. I'm glad I didn't see it in the movies. And half the time I don't even finish watching it. Uh, last time I flew, I, I'm pretty sure I saw a bunch of movies that I had not seen that I wanted to see. Um, Split was one of them with, um, you know, the guy with all the personalities. I thought that was going to be way better than it was. I still enjoyed it, but mm, it wasn't as great as I thought it would be. I also saw the Power Ranger movie. I'm glad I didn't see that in the movies. I saw the Lego Batman movie. That was hilarious. Uh, trying to see what else I wanted to see. Nobody had nobody had the chance to see it with me. Oh, I saw the Star Trek movie. That was good. Um, I have not seen the recent Transformer movie. That looks terrible, by the way. Um... And I also have not seen the recent Planet of the Apes. I really want to see that. Uh, it's a lot of movies that have come out that I haven't seen. Oh, I saw War Dogs. Or whatever that's called. With Jonah Hill and What's-His-Face. Uh, on HBO. When it was on. And that was hilarious, too. I'm, I can't believe I missed out in movies. But yeah, no. I, I hardly have anybody to go to movies now. Because you definitely don't. I don't match in likeness of movies with many people. So, uh, but yeah, 
Uh, apparently, there's a spinoff of Stadium and The Rock coming out next year before the next Fast and Furious movie. I am looking forward to that because, of course, I love The Rock. Anywho, that was all we had for this episode. Uh, it was a brief She's All That analysis for you um, and tapping into other movie, movie things. And basically, be realistic to a degree with these movies. Unless they're, you know, sci-fi or made-believe. Um, but anyways, as always, check us out on iTunes and uh, SoundCloud, Mix My Matters. Google us. Twitter is at SuperAssholeMex. Facebook, aka The Mexican. Snapchat and YouTube, SuperMex. Send us questions, comments, concerns, anything you may want to have Mexi talk about in the future. Let me know. But until then, as always, whether it's a Mexican... There is always a way, my friends. See you guys next time.